Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. Hello and welcome. This episode is about the stages of consciousness. If you'd like to read the text version of this episode, you can find it at the link provided in the show notes. The stages of consciousness is a framework that helps us understand how we as humans, groups, and societies develop and expand our consciousness which is our way of understanding the world and how we relate to it. The framework moves from me, only I matter, to we, my group matters, to everybody, the whole world matters. Now, before we continue, I just want to give some context Stages of consciousness is one way to describe this framework. There are other names like spiral dynamics or integral theory, and these have been created by different people such as Ken Wilber or Claire Graves and others. So for our purposes on this episode, we will call it stages of consciousness, and we'll use different colors to describe the different stages. Also, we will not go into the highest stages. We will only describe seven stages. And keep in mind also that different people have different perspectives about this theory or this framework, and it's not a perfect formula to analyze everything exactly, but it's a place to start. It's a framework that we can use to start a conversation and to begin to understand ourselves and the world more clearly. So I hope it can be helpful. Let's begin. Okay, so before we describe at the stages, keep in mind also that we are all continuing to move up and down the stages. Also, each stage has healthy and unhealthy aspects. As we develop, it's recommended to transcend and include each stage. This means that even as we move to the next stage, we should also include and appreciate the importance of what previous stages have offered us in our development. Okay, stage number one, the beige stage. So, Basically, all societies and all human individuals start at beige. This stage is all about basic survival. So, hunt, build fires, find shelter, and use violence to protect yourself from outside threats. Stay safe, don't die. This stage is important for any human in history. Without this stage, our ancestors would have gone extinct 
and we wouldn't be alive today. But if we stay at this stage, then life will be a constant fight that is void of peaceful community. So that's the first stage, the basic stage, beige. The next stage is purple. At the purple stage, people unite together in tribes who try to please the gods or spirits that provide sunshine and rain for the harvest, food to eat, and protection from enemies and disasters. Building altars or temples on mountains was a way to get closer to the gods in the sky who sent the rain and made the sun shine. Each tribe creates stories and legends about where they came from, what is taboo or tolerated, and how to keep the gods happy through superstitious rituals. Purple can be positive in that it brings people together and it creates a sense of being protected by a supernatural or spiritual power. But it can be unhealthy if they only care about their own small group and only rely on the gods to protect them instead of taking initiative to improve their life. It can lead to a fatalistic way of living, where you only trust the gods and don't take action. So that's purple. The next stage is red. So at the red stage, people follow one strong leader who has a big ego, loves power, and does everything impulsively in order to dominate. During wartime or instability, red leaders are often able to take quick decisive action, which helps their followers feel safe and secure because of the leader's confidence and strength. Ultimately, the red stage focuses on the strength and persuasiveness of the leader instead of the voice and empowerment of the people who follow. Red leaders are often violent dictators, or warriors, or leaders who want to win no matter what the cost. Acting red can be useful when drastic change is essential, or in helping a group take action instead of passively relying on the gods for everything. But generally, strong, prolonged red leadership is not good for the group in the long run because the leader controls the people instead of helping them develop. The next stage is blue. At the blue stage, a group shares the same belief system and tradition and is expected to be loyal. The group members feel a sense of belonging, safety, and common purpose, usually based on laws, rules, or a sacred, holy text that explains the moral code of conduct and mythical story of where our group came from and where we are headed. It's all about the group. Leadership at Blue is strong, but instead of just one leader, there's a system of hierarchical leadership. You can see this in a lot of established religious groups, traditional companies, and imperial systems. Belonging 
is very important at this stage, and people care about others' opinions of them. If people don't follow the rules or believe the right thing, the group might kick them out, punish them, or ostracize or exclude them in some way. When healthy, the blue stage gives necessary structure and morality to facilitate a sense of belonging, security, loyalty, and ethical behavior. On the other hand, when unhealthy, this stage forces everyone to conform to the rules no matter what, submit to the hierarchy of authority without question, and sees our group as right and superior to all other groups, which can give rise to extreme intolerance, exclusion, racism, or even violence. So that's the blue stage. The next stage is orange. The orange stage moves the structured group of the blue stage into a more pragmatic or practical, productive, logical way of functioning, like a machine. Essentially, it utilizes science, data, and technology to create more machine-like progress, efficiency, growth, and material gain. It moves from the sacred to the secular, the religious to the non-religious, where people no longer rely on the gods or tradition, but instead rely on their own logic and scientific discovery in order to take control of the world and improve their future. Democracy and capitalism are birthed at this stage. Obviously, the orange stage has helped humanity immensely by saving lives, creating reliable systems, and making the world more comfortable and safe. On the downside, however, this stage is susceptible to focusing too much on efficiency, material gain, and economic growth. This can potentially lead toward unsustainable growth, or environmental collapse, and gross inequality, or unprecedented weapons of mass destruction. So that's orange. The next stage is green. So green is the sensitive, empathetic stage. It values every diverse perspective and wants to accommodate everyone with respect and empathy. It focuses on our shared community and interconnectedness. This makes its leadership very flat or non-hierarchical and focuses on equality and mutual consensus in decision-making. It even returns to a sense of spirituality, not that of traditional religion, but in the sense that we are all connected to something much bigger than ourselves. The great thing about green is that people with less power or influence are treated with equality and respect. Not to mention, even the natural environment receives consideration and care. On the flip side, 
decisions may take a long time, and truth can become relative to the point where nobody is allowed to criticize other perspectives that they think are wrong because it might offend someone. Truth is hard to define, and fake news, harmful beliefs and behavior, or cancel culture become overly acceptable. Cancel culture is when society or a group of people publicly reject a person for unacceptable behavior or words. So that's the green stage. And now, the last one we will discuss today is the yellow stage. The yellow stage is where an important shift happens. Here, there's a fresh recognition that every single stage is good and necessary for human development at its appropriate time. It transcends or goes beyond each stage, but also includes each stage. It embraces all people as they are and appreciates the healthy part of each stage, but also moves beyond the limiting or unhealthy aspects of each stage. At this stage, people believe that individuals, organizations, and societies need various aspects of each stage to function as a whole, and that the only way to flourish or grow and thrive in society is to accept other people at the stage they're at. In fact, they can even see each stage within themselves as they work to integrate all people at all stages in a healthy way. So there you have it, the seven stages of consciousness. There are stages beyond yellow, but they're increasingly complex and nuanced, so we won't discuss them in this episode. Ultimately, it's important to remember that everyone must go through every stage in some capacity, and that we all return to previous stages in certain situations that require it. Also, we all have a center of gravity where we feel most comfortable. A center of gravity is the place where we feel a main tendency toward a certain stage. So we all have a main color, but we might be a mix of colors. The challenge for us all is to figure out when to move to which stage and how to embrace and foster or nurture the healthiest possible version of that stage. All while accepting other people just as they are. So that's the stages of consciousness introduction. If you can use this framework to understand yourself and other people and different societies, it will help you to build your empathy and understanding of the world. I've actually been using this framework in all my classes for the last two weeks here in Yokohama. And it's been very interesting to hear all the different perspectives from my students as they identify 
different stages in different parts of society or different cultures within Japan and in East Asia and around the world. So, in a future episode, I hope that I can share about some of the insights that I gained from my students and some questions that were raised through those wonderful discussions. So, once again, if you would like to read the text version of this episode, you can find it at the link provided in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.